0: Just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds. Hey, sports fans, welcome to Sports Nerds. Here are your hosts, Dr. Samuel J. and Dr. Brian Schrader. Did I tell you about the free, like the um, epic kids pass certificate? the girls one in breck at deck days have no. i told you that story no that's
1: awesome though
0: so but we don't need it because our kids are free yeah, i was gonna say aren't they free anyhow yeah they're free anyhow yeah, sell it they're trying to sell it i'm so waiting on this guy to get back to me
1: did you and, mention my brother yeah he doesn't need it he already bought his oh he he already can't bought them his kids Yeah, anything? he already bought it oh yeah, dude they I'm won't sure. return those for nothing no. I tried to return when the a year Jill got pregnant or Jill was pregnant, and that's a like we bought insurance and it. Jill it. got them. pregnant. Like Jill, Jill, caught, how she, she got pregnant? She, she, she caught the pregnant. One day she um, just came <laughs> back. And, yeah, yeah, no, but they're still huge assholes about it. It doesn't surprise me. No, those, pe- those people's guts to make the money. Well, and honestly, towards the end, I was like, just let me transfer it to someone. She can't use it. They're like, get a doctor's and I was like, okay, fine was oh, stupid.
0: Whatever. So you got a doctor's
1: note, and that worked. Eventually, it took took like six months. Oh my! And that was at yeah. the time. Was it? It's just silly that they won't let you. You know, like oh, you tore your ACL or something. Let me transfer it. What's What's the point of you taking the money and no one skis on it? I, that's. Well, I uh, <laughs> George is getting upset. I, I
0: understand what you're saying, <laughs> but if that were the case, then they'd have no reason to sell ski insurance.
1: It's just, it's, it's a. Well, the insurance is total bullshit. Like, you don't need insurance to just give a person a refund if it's legit. It's not actual insurance. It's not third party, I don't think. It's not? No, it's not. You're right. No, no, it no, no, it's probably not. I, I think it, I think when it happened, we were just dealing with Veil. Vale. Does Veil vale own Epic? Or Epic, whatever it was. This was, I mean, this was 2000. Did that shit change? I, mean, I remember when A-Basin was Veil, then it was. Now Now it's not again, right? Um. Now it's not, again. Correct. Now it's its own. Um,
0: I think they partner with somebody else. I don't know. There's your Colorado ski talk, everybody. Hey, Colorado that's our new s- route you have. If Resorts. you want to ski for an overpriced amount of money, Vale Resorts, it's your go-to. I've never actually skied
1: Vale. You know, skiing's what? almost more expensive out here, and it is booty. How much is it? I should I should have driven you to the to the. I'm doing air quotes. Is it the one that's built on? It's I guess on the a hill trash a heap. it's on a heap of trash. It's unfair. I, I, no, I think you is, said it, I, trash. I don't know. I'm not. This is coming from. <laughs> me. I've actually, I don't think I've ever done a deep dive to figure out if that was like more urban legend or true, but I think it's, I think it's like a, like it was part of a landfill. It was part of a landfill. I think it was a, a landfill. And they pile the trash up and they bury it underneath it. Uh, it's really dumb. I mean, it's it's kind of fun. But now you ski on it. I I don't. I I did it once and just laughed and laughed. I don't know. It's like 175 vertical feet. Wow. It takes you about a minute to get from the top to the bottom. And that's only because you can't really get going very fast. Pretty epic there. What's funny is that all the high schools around here go there and do races. They actually have (laughs) ski teams? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. They all at At this particular one that's by my house, all the high schools around here have like, they each have their own shed with their like they painted their names on it's it, where they store all their ski team stuff
0: brian's alluding to the fact that i was in michigan <laughs> a few weeks ago everybody he was knows. yeah
1: um do you want to recap our our event you want to recap well that's uh, yeah i would like to you know hedge against me sounding like a ski snob really quickly go ahead yeah head. it came out hedge away i'm not a ski snob i am a ski ski snob it's fine um uh yeah you came out we went and uh played golf opened up you with a good ass kicking who, uh, went and watched Michigan beat Iowa. That was fun. Yeah, I, I would have traded golf for an Iowa win. I would have gladly taken an <laughs> ass whooping.
0: Uh, we went to go talk to some guys who spent nine grand on renting a yard across from the big house. So that was fun. That was uh, that's
1: that's gonna have to be like an addendum podcast where we get three or four hours to talk because you just can't recapture. <laughs> and we charge for it. Like you have to be a subscriber to hear the story. Yeah it's behind it's behind a paywall what's the shortest possible version of that story we're leaving the big house and we're walking back to uh i was gonna say my car but we actually went got some food and i was looking for a place to go to the bathroom and there was this house that seemed to have like a a a a small gathering in the yard Mm -hmm. and they had a porta potty and as we walked by, they were like, "You guys want some beer? You guys want some beer?" And they had how many beers on the grass? Well, we thought the, the beers grass. were empty. I, they looked; they were on the grass, so they were strewn about as though empty. They were not; they were full, full beers that they were like couldn't give away. Yeah. Uh, and so we stopped only because I was like, "Can I? Can I use your bathroom?" And they said, "Yeah." So I go in, and then Sam starts talking to these two dudes, who <laughs> apparently. Ran some sort of a startup. Yes, they were. And spent 10 grand of their startup money on, uh, I won't describe their app just because I don't want to really out this kind of company, but <laughs> spent 10 grand of their money. The app was silly. It made no sense whatsoever. They couldn't explain it. On this party, they thought they rented the whole house right near the big house, but in fact, only rented the front yard of this house and just could not get people to come over there and hang out and talk no. with them at all and and they kept saying over and over again they're like yeah we didn't think this through it just seemed this, this, nice. this might this might have been this might have been a big mistake it was like an episode of uh of uh what's that hacker like uh, silicon it was valley exactly like that they were like as inept as those dudes but not funny they were kind of funny it was oh my god it was wild it was uh oh man yeah. it, it was, was wild. Wild. and like the next door was a Raging Massive. party. What, two what, two doors down? Like a thousand people, the yard, the house overflowed with people. And these dudes are like begging, please come drink our beer. <laughs> people are like, nah. It was really sad. They had rented a, food. <laughs> I was under the impression they had rented that
0: food truck too. Yeah. And they were, I don't know that they were actually charging. There was a
1: food truck in the yard. They probably did.
0: And I don't know that they were charging food for the, char- charging for the food truck. This is actually, think, your retelling so. of it is much better than I presumed it would be.
1: I just yeah. thought
0: that it would fall flat because you had to Here's yeah. the funniest part. Right. It's don't, amazing. Don't, it's better- don't
1: don't say the name of the company if you know it, but I'm just asking you do you know it? <laughs> Cuz I don't. Uh oh no. no, no don't no. if you say it don't if you know it don't it's say just, it, but I'm just it, saying like it. it was an obscure logo. It just wasn't even built very well. Like if the point of it was to raise awareness about this app that they were that was in development, they didn't even have the name of the company. They didn't have business cards. They were just Mostly just (laughs) upset about how how poorly their party had gone. Oh,
0: their sadness. Their sadness. Like, we left. We left. It was these two dudes playing beer pong with each other. That was it. Literally found... (laughs) On custom beer pong tables. They weren't the founders of the company. They were more the, like, kind of community relations outreach people. Oh, that was the PR arm. I don't think those two were smart enough to develop anything. So, (laughs) that was... uh, Uh, I hope they don't hear this.
1: I feel bad. Where were were they from? I feel like
0: they were from Indianapolis. They weren't from Ann Arbor, were they? I don't think they were. They were from out of town. Oh, it's homecoming. It's a big game. We're going to rent this yard.
1: (laughs) We walked by by on the way into the game. Do you remember this? And there were just a ton of Hawkeyes fans. And we thought it was like a Hawkeye party, like an Iowa party. But I think we decided what happened was – they're, they were trying this on the way into, and their party just got taken over by Iowa fans. Yeah.
0: And they were like, hey, free it beer. Was- <laughs> free food. And you're yes, like, okay, exactly. we don't live here. Yes.
1: So, like all these, you know, techie, young millennial Ann Arbor people they were trying to attach uh, to a, a, a tract were, were probably put off by what looked like on the outside an Iowa party in the middle of downtown Ann Arbor. I really, I got to reiterate <laughs> this fact. We
0: thought as we were walking past the house that the pile of cans were empty beer cans. They were actually – it was actually a pile of at least 200, 250 200? like Founders IPAs and, and White Claw and, White and Michelob Ultra <laughs> that were full. And they were – what did they say? <laughs> well, we can't take it back with us. Okay. That's they, they were just yeah, handing it out. Anyhow, that was uh, – and then Iowa's office. But just, people didn't want their sad, sad beard. To, except, except for us. us. <laughs> anything. Those people were – Terrible. So that was our trip oh, it jail. I it, feel bad. Jail. I feel it bad. was it was wonderful to see the Schrader family. It was wonderful to be out there. We got excited for uh Saturday night football, and that was an ass whooping too.
1: Because could... yep, that was I
0: don't know. It was, it was cool. Big fan of uh did yeah, you know, you we, we, around town. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, we, we walked
1: around the uh the tailgate and stuff was cool. We we walked cool. around and just like ate people's food. Yep, yep, yep. People yep. we didn't know, just sort yep. of stormed their parties. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Pretty amazing. So uh so there's next that next time in Iowa. Yeah, next time in Iowa you gotta do it. I wanted to I wanted to just kind of get your what, what were well, my kids are screaming. I don't know what what is that. Are they okay? How how you doing with fantasy, with uh, college football at the moment? Are we are we now is when shit starts to get kind of mixed up, I think I feel like. It's always like end of October, early November that teams start losing that shouldn't lose.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I don't like I'll, I, I've I've been I've been sort of perplexed by the movement in the rankings, but I also recognize that in a playoff world, they don't matter at all. No, it doesn't matter. Like it doesn't really it doesn't really matter where they are. I don't know. Like I'm very confused by a four and two Texas team being ranked fifteenth. Yeah, I guess their argument is that their their losses are all really good. Who'd they or, lose to? Or something like that. Georgia. Uh, they lost. I don't to... remember. Texas is con- is Oklahoma last? Yeah. Weekend? Texas this Texas weekend, perennially. Over they have it. two big losses. That's a pretty I mean that's pretty high pretty high for a 4 and 2 team. If
0: you I ask think me. a 4 and 2 team standing there at 22 23 is is where it should be. That's the Iowa Hawkeyes.
1: Yeah, I I think there's an argument for for some some lower ranked you know 23 24 25 like a Texas A and M but they're three and three now I think a four and two Texas team definitely a four and two Iowa team I mean this it's the argument's true that I mean Iowa's lost to two top 25 teams so it's hard to hold those losses against them but at the same time they're they're not ranked above a bunch of other Texas is ranked above a six 0 Baylor team a six 0 SMU team a six 0 Minnesota team a bunch of five and one teams like I don't know it I doesn't know. matter. Those yeah, I, just don't matter. I don't know they the t-
0: don't They don't matter at all. Yeah, what, whatsoever. Oh, so yeah, no surprises. I don't know. Do you believe in Wisconsin?
1: Dude, I mean, that running back is so good. It's crazy, man. They just... What have they given up this year? Like six not points much. or something like that? Not much at all. I hope that they're... Legit. They, uh, there was there was a, fit, a pretty funny tweet that I'm not sure... This is sort of inside Michigan sort of stuff, but they've beat western michigan michigan state and michigan by like a combined 120 that's... to three or something like that and they're like send us the deed to the upper peninsula which is you know if you know your geography it's sort of more connected to wisconsin than it is to it's that's, not connected that's... To Michigan at all they're like give us that give us that shit that back it's pretty funny
0: joke wow that's...
1: it is it's a very it's a very it's a very michigan wisconsin kind of lake michigan centric joke you know at the same time though but like, i mean the big 10 is is as as usual at this time of year you're like don't sleep on the Big Ten. They're absolutely stacked. Wisconsin is six. Penn State is uh, a seven. Ohio State. Ohio State. From the Big Ten is ranked Michigan. Uh, Ohio State, Iowa. Yeah, I mean, just like – oh, yeah, Ohio State's four. I mean, the Big Ten's insane. But a- as usual, we're just going to you know beat the heck out of each other down the line here. Michigan plays Penn State this coming up weekend and then Notre Dame the weekend afterwards. So, I mean, they could – you know they could they could jump up to a top five team or they could be out of the top 25 it's crazy days. i didn't thought about that there's it a good just, yeah no if they yeah. lose
0: back-to-back games they're gonna fall out of the top 25 that's just crazy all right we don't have to bore anybody with with college football talk anymore i love the article that you sent about the dude who ran the uh the sub two uh
1: i i was i, you was I didn't
0: interesting yeah when i when i texted you back I had not read the entirety of the article, and then I did read the entirety of the other article. Yeah, it's,
1: and the lead is the lead has been very much buried on this story. It was all over social media, just as dude runs a sub two hour marathon. That was it. Yeah. But it's there's some interesting stuff. Uh, yeah, so stuff you want
0: to summarize that because it's pretty fascinating.
1: Yeah, I don't have the article open, uh, so I can't remember the dude's name. Um, but this guy, he's he's a, a elite marathon runner. He's you know considered one of the best marathoners in the world. Um, uh, he's what. What blows my mind the most mind blowing thing about this yeah. article is that dude's thirty four, like thirty four. What is the prime? What is your athletic point, prime? You know what I mean. Uh, for runners, I think they've always I've always understood it to be, and this is gonna sound weird, but, but the way it was always talked about was that male runners in particular, yeah, pretty late. That it's in their their late, it's especially So it's not it's not weird. Sure, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, compared to you know, 34, you're you're hanging up your your uh, cleats if you're playing football or baseball or something like that in this dude. Yeah, right I mean, I should a, basically a be two-hour marathon at the height of fitness right now. <laughs> <At 35. laughs> exactly, exactly. You then, should uh, be at the height. Yeah, uh, for the uh, a normal average Joe, I haven't had a solid time or whatever or in this, this dude. So. <laughs> but you, you went on a on a run there, anyhow. Uh, the, yeah. Yeah. So, so, so this guy, um, he runs a sub two, which is uh, the article talks about this, but back in the day, you know, it was, it was thought that the sub four mile would never happen, you know, this in the, in the early 1900s. And and it was the first one happens in um, the 1950s or something, but for a while it was just thought like humans can't go, you can't run a mile in less than, in less than four minutes. And obviously technology and advancements in, 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 training and, and health science and that sort of stuff certainly helps kind of lower raise the bar lower the bar can, can make it so humans can do stuff that they couldn't do beforehand but like the four minute mile you had this two hours seem to be the unbreakable time that no one's going to get below two hours for a marathon and so this guy does it just this past this past weekend he does it um but come to find out it didn't happen during a race uh it was sort of this uh i don't know demo sort of uh, marathon what would you call it um like a- uh <laughs> it was a demo it was like a. Uh, uh- What's the what's the word? I know what you're talking about uh, uh, exhibition. Exhibition it was like an exhibition marathon, but they apparently it was put on. I think in part by Nike and in part by this other company whose name I don't remember. And the sole purpose of it was to was to create like the perfect conditions for someone to break two hours. So this guy he ran a six mile loop basically at sea level that they thought was you know great conditions for going really really fast. He had a team of runners that ran in front of him in like the article describes it as an inverted flying v from mighty ducks so these guys are breaking wind from the entire time uh, (laughs) breaking wind for breaking wind for him the entire time um they had a car driving to set the pace and the the other runners were also meant to set the pace too but i guess it was projecting a laser onto the ground and so if if you if as long as he stayed they stayed with the laser he was on pace to break this this Two-hour um, marathon. He was wearing these super secret Nike shoes that aren't even released yet. That apparently were really important in as well. So all these different factors going to it, and there's this. I think I don't know if I would say raging. I'd have to ask your dad, but a, a, certainly a debate inside of the running community as to whether or not this constitutes sort of a legitimate athletic feat, or if it's something else. Right. It's a it's a home run derby, or it's a I don't know some other some other kind of kind of exhibition. To put this. In perspective, though, to run a sub, he ran one hour fifty nine minutes and forty seconds, or something. To run that time in a marathon, you're averaging around four and a half minute miles, which is it's crazy. It's that is crazy. wild. I was looking at that. Break. What what percentage of people have ever run a sub five yeah. minute mile? And one of them, just one, let alone twenty six. The pace is it's so hard to even. Wrap your head around how fast this guy ran for two I was miles. looking for the
0: quote from the Atlantic article that I thought really summarizes that feat pretty well. This speed would feel like an all-out sprint to almost anyone who could keep up with him in the first place. To sustain this blistering pace, Kipchoge ran under conditions that had been painstakingly and exclusively arranged to push him beyond the two-hour barrier. But I'm sorry. 4 that's just
1: insane. I mean that is a sprint for most people. Is a, I ran I mean I, I I ran track in high school and I ran a little cross country in college. I never ran a four and a half minute mile. I ran below five, yeah, but I never ran four that's and a half. Definitely no. I mean it's it's like and if I ran if I if I managed to run a four and a half minute mile, I would so fall is a record, right? Is it a record? Sorry? In your opinion? Is it count? That's the question. Well, I mean, officially, it, it sounds like the answer is no, that it doesn't count. It wasn't a race. So it does not, it does not, it does not like count me. as the world record.
0: No, I mean, how many times has so broken the 800 record, or the 400 record in, in practice
1: or what have you? Probably never. You think so? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. You never know. I mean, there's definitely an element of you didn't have to compete with others. The, the strategy part of a marathon, not that I've ever ran one, but I assume there's a lot of you know, if you've ever watched something like that on TV, there's a, a lead pack and a secondary pack and a chase group and this stuff and that stuff. So, I mean, like there's, it definitely takes out the strategy part. You're not really worried about positioning mm-hmm. and 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 making a move and and running a kick or whatever. It was only focused on making sure you were hitting your splits. So there's definitely, there, there's a substantial difference between race conditions and, and these, um, you know, exp, exp, uh, expo conditions. I just don't see that it's, so. it's
0: cool that he did it. I think it's awesome. It's quite the feat, but... Yeah. Again, it's not really a competition. I think sport is so much dependent upon the competition. We've had this conversation before regarding sport and what is sport and what is not. There's not really it's it doesn't it doesn't check a lot of the boxes that we need to give it
1: that demarcation to give it that that. Does do you think it goes so far as to say like no one will ever run a sub two hour in competition if this is what it takes to do it. In, in ideal, perfect situations, it's just not going to happen in a, in a normal competitive marathon? I think that most – well, for several reasons,
0: no. For several reasons, I don't think it's going to happen. Iris is standing here watching me. She's very intrigued by my ability to podcast so hard. <laughs> uh, I think that most most marathon routes aren't that conducive to breaking a record either. There There's way more undulation. There's way more up and down. <laughs> It doesn't oh, happen yeah, to see they're they're downtown
1: Chicago. They're through, right, you know, downtown right. Florida. You have
0: people around. You have – he was also not – I mean, obviously, they're going to put the competitors at the, at the front of the line, but he's still not having to bust through any kind of yeah. packs. Like that can set you back seconds right there. You know that as well as anybody. Oh, yeah. You know, having to fight through a pack is a
1: pain in the ass. Well, I would say so, in a normal marathon, your goal is not to run the fastest time you can, but to come in first. And that may sound contradictory, but it's not right nope. like the if you if you ever watch an 800 on the track this is where we really need your dad here to explain this sort of stuff it's the first you know lap and a half is is just positioning yeah and the race is really over the last 300 300 meters or or 200 meters or whatever and those dudes if you were like just go and run the fastest 800 you can probably could run much faster times
0: Uh yeah for sure so that's my take uh on to story number 2 playoffs maybe baseball playoffs we can talk about you know, just kind of overall picture. I was really interested in this article that I sent you from 538, but did you get a chance to read that by the way? I did. It was yeah. pretty fascinating. Uh, what's your take on the playoffs? I mean, I think you and I, I, I meant to go back to give our preseason preview oh, to, yeah. to read a preseason preview. I was obviously way off on the Dodgers. They're not there. Neither one of us picked the nationals. <laughs> I don't think I picked the nationals to win their division. Uh, Cardinals kind of no surprise. Obviously, you just never know. They're never, I mean, the Cardinals are one of those organizations that could be there. It doesn't really matter. Yankees and Astros, I don't think, surprise either one of us either. But uh, I'm shocked by just the buzzsaw that is the Washington Nationals or that are the Washington Nationals. I mean, they are just putting a hurt on people. It's crazy. Which is crazy
1: because of how bad they looked against Milwaukee. Yeah, I know. Right? Yeah. They trot out Scherzer, he looks terrible. They give a bunch of home runs. I mean, they barely win that game, mm-hmm. right? I don't remember the final score. They, did. they it was the Soto guy in the bottom of the ninth, right? That they, they had a walk-off yeah. after what's his name? Um Herder. Hater, Hater. Which it, at least in at least in that situation, the right the right team won. Mm-hmm. Because the Brewers, I mean, were not a playoff caliber team. I still I still kind of looking back at the the AL bracket, want to think that the A's would have put up uh, I guess it was a, I guess it was a five game series between between Houston and Tampa Bay but I don't I think the A's were a better <laughs> team there I really don't like that and I, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast I don't like this one game not a big fan. One I'm not, game either, playoff not not I don't I don't get it get, get, I mean you've played 162 games it, let that decide who's the better team or or have a series but otherwise it seems it seems stupid and puts a black mark no I'm it not a huge it for fan. me yeah I don't know um I listen i I think I said this last year and I, I don't not to not to be a dick, but I think the World Series is the is the ALCS. See, I don't know that I I, I think
0: I, I see what you're saying.
1: The Dodgers, the Dodgers were the were the worst team the Red Sox played in the playoffs last year, and I'm not saying the Dodgers were bad. They just were the worst team the Red Sox. I just played in the think that last year. the
0: Nationals are kind of set up as things are playing
1: out now to be a really hard out because. I, I don't know the history of this man, but that long break. I mean, that game, that series is likely going to be over. Win tomorrow, today, tomorrow, today, today, tomorrow. Today. Today. But, today. Yeah, no, I understand what you're saying. Who knows?
0: But I guess I, you're not dealing with two, three-year veterans here, right? You're dealing with Scherzer and Strasburg, who are kind of workhorses. There, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, man. They keep pitching like they are. That's a tough. That's 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 a tough team to beat, dude. Like. You're right. I've always liked Matt Scherzer, always. I've always thought he was underrated, and he's a fuck. Even Strasburg, in a lot of ways, is kind of underrated, and I think he got a bad rap because he was hurt a lot early on in his career, and he he wouldn't finish out seasons, remember, because they were worried about pitch counts and innings and all of that.
1: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the uh, weird to me. pitch count all the time. Those dudes had fantastic
0: seasons, and they're having great postseasons too. And Scherzer's kind of uh, one more thing. This is Who something you going. You know, Scherzer has has struggled. Yeah, uh, in innings after the sixth, like he's been in the playoffs, always dominant from kind of one to six, and he's really struggled. You know, once he gets into six, seven, eight, and they have to kind of pull him. as ERA has, has usually bumps uh, it, it, he gets hit up right he gets beat up pretty bad but that uh dodgers game in the NLDS, it's like he just he came he overcame uh the hump right he he kind of he got there he he got his parents he got his confidence and that's a little bit scary um and that kind of obviously feeds into this, the
1: article we were talking about what were you going to say sorry i just i think i was tweeting i was texting you this um probably during that wild card game just yeah here it is <laughs> the The nationals are so freaking old are they though that roster they, they so I, I just googled it just for fun oldest uh major baseball rosters by average player age in 2019 it's nationals average age is 30.1 they've got all these dudes that are 35 36 yeah on that team yeah. and it, i mean if, if you it, because these rosters are so big you know the the range isn't that. You know the the Orioles are the youngest team with an average age of twenty five. So there's only a five year difference. But you go through that roster, man, and it's like, how old's Howie Kendrick?
0: Like he's 50? very
1: old. No, I mean Scherzer's 34, 35. Ryan Zimmerman's on this team. Kurt Suzuki's on this team. I mean, just Here's like I was watching it, just like my God, there's so many old players on the Fernando Rodney. I don't think he's actually pitching for him right now, but I mean he's a billion. I don't know, just the, the team trots out you here like I agreed weird. with you, and
0: I still do agree with you, and that is a crazy old number. But I think my perception of their age was even higher because I thought Anthony Rendon was like 35 because of his beard. Like when he has like a full like when he has a yeah. full beard, he looks like he's 40. I he's only 29. Like I had no idea. That dude wow. is awesome, by the way. Like, there are so many good third basemen in the national league. It's insane. Like if you think about it. Third baseman in the National League are like shortstop <clears throat> who were in the American League not that long ago. There are a lot of them. Yeah. There no, it's a fair. lot of dudes who are just
1: raking. But um, so that article. So, I mean, you think St. Louis has a chance uh, to come back no. in the series? I mean, who no. do you th- So, you think it's Nash- Nationals Yankees versus the Yankees are the better team? Uh, I mean, if the Yankees and Astros go seven or something like that, then I think a National League team. Has a chance just because they beat up on each other too bad? I'm ready. I want a good
0: World Series. We had some I, shitty I, World I, Series I over the last
1: years. Staring at the bracket right now, I think the Yankees win this World Series. Is that pain you? Yeah. Well, I, I hate mean, the Astros, Astros too. So, I do. Sure. No, what, what really pains me is some of these other teams that are in. Like, I just the Twins are not that good. I mean, they're 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 a a, a young fun team to watch. We got to see them a year or two ago you know, before they were really the team they are now. I, I I like that team. Tampa Bay, it's a division rival thing for me. So kind of uh, whatever. Milwaukee's terrible. I don't know, man. I just, I, I think I can usually handle my team not being in the playoffs. And this year I'm like resentful you know and pissed. Yeah. The Sox, because the Red Sox, because Red Sox could score so many runs. Yeah. But the Barstool guy, Jared Caravis or whatever. I can't remember his name, the Twitter dude. He was, I mean, he was right. Like, Put the Red Sox in that twin series against the Yankees, at least we, they would have been in one of those games. You know, they they could have they could have outright outright won it if they were hitting well. But like that's that's kind of my my take on the playoffs so far. Like, I man. I can't say that I sat down to watch a lot. Save save the Dodgers I can't national season. Sat down to watch Sorry? a lot
0: of baseball this postseason. And I think it's just because it's not compelling to me. Yeah. I don't know that it's that I'm busy. There just isn't a lot of intrigue for me. Once the Dodgers are out too i was like eh. yeah right like i don't whatever <sighs> i should watch the al i guess i'll watch it tonight Catherine uh odette leave for new york early so um because i screwed up some flights <laughs> so they <laughs> leave tonight and i leave we leave in the morning at six
1: <laughs> what do you like book one ticket at a time no like i thought you know? that that she, i thought she was going to see andy <laughs> cohen's
0: show i thought the filming was tonight uh,
1: so I thought ah, I understand ticket. That, yeah. It was intentional. It was, no. The purchase was intentional. You just yeah. were wrong about her.
0: Yeah. To get to that but party. they're going to go have fun. I was like, hey, <laughs> have fun. <laughs> Iris and I are going to go. We're going to go to the... <laughs> it was funny. I picked her up yesterday from gymnastics. And I was like, what do you want for dinner tomorrow night? It's just you and I. She's like, Mexican food. I was like, the same. Boom. Same. <laughs> Ditto. I had the same thought. <laughs> we're going to Mexican food tonight. Yes. Done. We're going to watch gonna... some baseball. Exactly. So um, I... That, okay, so the article of 538 that I alluded to, uh, just quite interesting, basically. I mean, if you could sum it all up, it's the fact that baseball is getting better at you know collecting and evaluating statistics. One of those statistics or some of that data is, is proving or going to show that pitchers uh, in the playoffs, starting pitching in the playoffs tends to get better in the latter innings. Uh, I think you and I have discussed this in the past with, I believe, uh, uh, shit, who, uh, Verlander, right? Verlander has always been recognized as that guy even when he was with Detroit that got better in the later innings he threw faster um John Lester has been that dude yeah uh Josh Beckett was that guy Uh, a lot of dudes they just get they they loosen up right and I think that's a lot of this article was kind of showing the data that supports this in the postseason but I think some of the the last paragraph was the takeaway that I really took which was you know Um, I'm going to quote it here. Baseball is getting better at measuring some things, having more information to then apply to to an individual, such as this guy's elbow and shoulder internal rotation goes down significantly after 85 pitches. This other guy has lower arm speed, but he maintains it. He can sustain this. It will be very interesting moving forward. Basically, that was a terrible quote. I thought it was going to say something better. (laughs) We're able to actually kind of recognize what the body is doing. A little bit better in these later innings and a lot of it probably has to do with just loosening up right loosening up in ways that are are good um well they're not just especially for 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 fat, uh, uh balls that that need to have some movement right some sliders and i think that's the case i've seen like i think it's garrett cole i have been able to watch a little bit of the astros last last series i mean he gets into these later innings and i his slider is just ins- i think it's gear yeah. Cole. his slider is just no, insane like i don't know how you would ever hit that like you can't hit that there's no way but anyhow it's that's, that's it was a, it was a cool article yeah. go ahead Sorry. i mean
1: i don't know if this this oversimplifies it too but it, it's it's for me 100% true that playoff baseball is different than regular season baseball and the sort of top line of that article you sent was that you're seeing starting pitchers going deeper in the playoffs than we have seen in years past not really I don't know if they would say it's a statistically significant increase. And 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 largely on the back of of what you say is this sort of deference towards stats and analytics and, and and that sort of stuff. I mean the difference is too that if the air quotes conventional wisdom on pitchers is that they are more likely to to give up hits the third time they go through a rotation in the regular season, I'm more down given a large sample size to agree with that in a regular season uh, season context. You're uh, running out pitchers that are never ever going to Start in the playoffs in the regular season. Your 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 fifth and sixth day starters. Your random AAA call ups and that sort of stuff. Um, you're not playing with the same sort of win or go home intensity during a regular season game. It's not that you're not trying, but you know it's 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 a it's a long slog. The regular baseball season 162 games, so you know it's not. You're not. I I think it, it's it's fair to say that you're not probably as laser focused as you are. Um, in the postseason. And and I think just the inclusion of worse pitchers, and I don't mean that in a mean way, but not top caliber pitchers in the regular season. I think those dudes probably do get lit up more the third time through the rotation because they're not as, as experienced. They're yeah. not as clever. They're not as savvy. Um, I mean, if you're talking about a pitcher like, like Verlander, I mean, he's, you know, he's got a million and one ways to get you out because he's been there before. Mm-hmm. Whereas you're talking about insert random, you know, fifth day starter, those dudes that's a, don't often have the 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 experience. They don't have the 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 sort of institutional memory. They just don't know. They don't know what they're dude, doing. That's an
0: excellent point. And, and
1: once once the hitters have seen their bag of tricks, they've seen them.
0: That's an excellent point.
1: Yeah. No, you're
0: right. You're right. There there isn't a lot of depth, not not in terms of the rotation, but the actual
1: repertoire of those three, four, five starters, especially the four, or five guys. That's a really good point. You should never pull Verlander because it's the third time through the rotation. Pull him because he's not pitching well, or pull him because you need to you know, make a defensive switch or whatever, right? Like, There's a handful of reasons to remove your pitcher. I think the real takeaway for me from this article is we had two or three years ago the sort of height of the Terry Francona um, Cleveland Indians where it was don't be afraid to to bring out your closer in the second inning. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this is maybe a pushback against that that says – Playoff baseball is different than the regular season, but it's not so different that you want to burn a, a great a, a a starter in the second or third inning because you think it's going to make or break the game. Mm-hmm. When over a you know a longer a longer sample size of innings, that pitcher is likely to to benefit your team. I don't
0: know. No, I think you're right. I think- All that was
1: with no math, so I could be wrong. I think. Well, but this 5:38 I- and Baseball Reference might tell me I'm just. Making shit no, up. I don't think I don't think you are. I think you're. I would agree with that stance. I think that's a good um,
0: read of everything. I don't have much more to say. I know I got to go do some advising. I told you. Uh, I did want to close with this with my comment to you that I think I'm officially over LeBron.
1: I'm just Yeah. Kind of we may have, this done. this story might take like an hour to talk about. We may have to mention it for a minute and then come back to it because I think it's a big deal. It is.
0: It is the China NBA thing. Uh, Daryl Morey obviously being critical of China. China's treatment of Hong Kong, but not really. Well, no, 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 Did no. no, no. I mean, it was it wasn't that. Good. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> yes. You're right. It could have. It was not a scathing criticism. But I just got pissed because LeBron is just such a what's the word? Patsy? No, that's not right. He's uh, he just annoys me, dude. It just annoys. <laughs> I don't know what he stands for. I don't know, man. Yeah.
1: He stands for money. How about that? Ugh, alas, I mean. So the the shortest version of this story is that the GM for the Rockets tweets out like a pro Hong Kong protester sort of real short, one sentence tweet kind of in support support of the protesters, and China loses its freaking mind, mm-hmm. right? it's threatening to, to, or did it actually pulled games, right? The the, the TV channel in China that shows NBA games is like, we're not going to show them anymore. And, and basically threatened to be like, if, if anyone in the NBA is going to weigh in on our sort of internal politics, then, then we're going to yank our financial support for um, the NBA, which I'll be honest, man, I didn't realize, I always knew it was big, but I don't think I realized it was this big. It's pretty massive. And it almost seems like the Chinese market is as important, if not more important, than the American market, just in terms of sheer dollars that are that are being mm-hmm. spent. So then you get LeBron kind of pushing back on it and saying, "Hey, this GM, whatever his name is, uh, you know, kind of needs to. He didn't know what he's talking about, and some weird stuff. He doesn't know the history, and he needs to get educated, and this and that and the other thing." Which this article from the the Deadspin sort of pointed out is echoing what the GM of the, of the, the nets had said, but the, I mean, I don't know, man, for me, the isn't, isn't a big takeaway on this, like one version of LeBron that we get is this like very outspoken on sort of social issues, LeBron, like the, I can't breathe t-shirt and black lives matter stuff, which, which, which I was like, good for you. Right. The really kind of willing to take the athlete shouldn't be political stuff head on and, and, and push back on it. And then on this, he's like, and eh, maybe we shouldn't say anything. And this article, and again, I, we don't have time to get into this. I know when you need to go, but folks should check out this, this Deadspin article. What is it called? Do you have it? This is
0: not the right one. Ron article. James finally takes question about China responds by licking the boot. I love Deadspin spin so much.
1: Yeah. By Chris, yeah. by Chris Thompson It's from, it's from yesterday. It's, it's an, it's an amazing article and you got to read it because it's going to say all the stuff I just said, much much more clearly but it sort of begs the question right like is when you were struggling to figure out the word when you're is he a patsy or is he this or is he that sort of what this the article the, the claim that's made in this article is Le- lebron james is willing to be sort of a, a, so, a an advocate for social causes so long as it doesn't cost him financially right and it goes on to explain the ways in which if china were to totally pull out of broadcasting nba games a trickle down effect of that might be lowering the salary cap in the nba because they don't have as much revenue probably in terms of profit-sharing money for for broadcasting rights, which means that individual players would get paid less. Like, it's a real – it's a bad look. Yeah, you know no what I mean? Agree. It's hard to say that's exactly why he was doing this, but at the same time, it's like, all right. Yeah, read this article. It's, it's, it's great. Good it's really good. Read, Good read. All right, homie. I got to run
0: to do some uh, advising. Uh, I will send you some pictures from New York City. If I can talk yeah, my yeah. wife into – uh, emptying out my four hundred one k so I can go to the Yankees
1: game. Dude, I just saw tickets for like hundred bucks, hundred twenty bucks. Are you serious? Not, not terrible on on Stubbub, yeah. I they're probably bad. I don't give a shit. One hundred and fifteen bucks. I could sell this.
0: I could sell this. You got to you got to
1: sell those uh, free season passes that you got. I know. I know. What day are you going? You're going Friday. Uh, leave to I leave tomorrow. Yankees. I mean. If you went tonight, it's 93 bucks. What is it tomorrow night? 89. Thursday night.
0: 115. Hmm. Oh, man. So is that game, that's...
1: Uh, well, but some of them are 1,100 bucks. Lowest, lowest ticket, 89. That's a crazy range. From $89 to $4,400. This part of the show brought to you by StubHub. Oh... To edit this,
0: no, no, I'm looking. I'm looking. Yeah, Uh all right. Well, I'll keep 150 bucks.
1: I mean, yeah, you, you can. Keep it, post. I think I could.
0: Hey, I think I could. I could do it.
1: I don't know. Maybe. I don't know where the 80 tickets are, but it says they have. I don't them. give a shit. I just want to go. Yeah. I just want to go. All right. I'll tell have you. fun later. Keep us updated. <laughs> Bye,
0: Brian. See you, buddy. You just got your asses whipped by a bunch of goddamn nerds.